Hello, and welcome to another episode of My Hunting Journal. In this podcast, we talk about hunting, shooting, and the great outdoors. Now, I want to take some time this episode to share some exciting news with the listeners of this podcast, as well as kind of just document the next step in my personal hunting journey. This last week, I had something happen that's going to hopefully change the way that I hunt a little bit and open up some more opportunities to me. And that is that I bought my first ever compound bow. Now, for those of you wondering if I'll be bow hunting this year, to get that out of the way, the short answer is no, I will not. And the reason for that is because in Montana, the bow hunting season is gonna be starting here for deer and elk within less than a month. And I just don't feel that that's proper time to prepare. But I wanna go ahead and talk a little bit about my experience buying a bow and some tips and tricks to help other people buy their first bows. And then just some plans that I have for the future regarding uh, shooting this bow and uh, becoming proficient with it and getting out to hopefully bow hunt next year. So first off, is when you're looking at a bow, you have a couple different options as to where to buy a bow. Your first option is to buy it from a big box store, such as Sportsman's Warehouse, Cabela's, Bass Pro, something along those lines. Your second option is to buy it from an archery pro shop, which There's no big franchise that I know of with archery pro shops all across the country. But if you look up on Google, archery pro shop near me, I'm sure you'll find one or two in a town pretty close to you. And this would be a great opportunity. And then the third is to buy a used bow off of a private sale. This would be something like Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist. And to be honest, that's where I bought my bow. Now, the advantages and disadvantages of each, as I've found from doing research on different bows, in a big sporting goods store, the biggest advantage that you're going to find is you're probably going to get the best deal on a new bow. That means you're going to be able to buy the newest year's model numbers and things like that for a pretty good price and they're not going to have a very high markup on it. But the biggest downside is that you're not going to have anybody available to you to uh, really be knowledgeable and give you the advice that you need to start with a new skill such as archery. Now that's not to say that a big sporting goods store is not going to help you to uh, measure your draw length and to adjust the bow to your draw length. but they probably are not going to uh, take the time to really make sure that you're comfortable with it. They may or may not have an indoor range for you to take a couple of shots and practice and just uh, have somebody talk you through the basics of it. So these are all things that you'll be missing out on if you decide to buy a bow from a big box store. Another uh, part of archery is that it's not just the bow that you need. You obviously need some arrows to shoot. And then there's a handful of other pieces of uh, equipment and accessories that are gonna be beneficial to you in shooting a bow. And at a big box store, 
uh, you're really rolling the dice about how experienced their staff is with equipping you with the right accessories and equipment to succeed as a bow hunter. Now the second option that I listed is to buy a bow through a local archery pro shop. Now I highly recommend going this route not just because uh, it's the most expensive. Frankly, I often think that the hunting community does a poor job at spending their money well. But it's not just the most expensive, but it guarantees that you're dealing with professionals who are experienced and specialize in archery and bow hunting. So if you go into an archery pro shop with a lot of questions, they're going to be the most well-equipped to get you sorted out, to get you the equipment that you need, and to get you out in the woods, uh, hopefully tagging animals with your bow. So you may be asking, well, if this is the preferred way to do it, why did you decide to go ahead and buy a used bow? And so uh, I'll skip ahead a little bit and talk about the pros and cons of buying a used bow despite the fact that I haven't quite finished talking about the pros and cons of a archery pro shop yet. But buying a used bow, you have the opportunity to buy what might have been a $1,000 or $1,200 bow a couple of years ago, and you might be able to buy it for three dollars or $400 this year. And that get, lets you get into a much nicer bow without spending a whole lot more money. From the research that I've done, there are bows in the four to $500 range that are more than adequate for getting out and bow hunting and are more than adequate for honing your skills as an archer. But these four to $500 bows oftentimes are lacking in features and specifically quality compared to the 800 to $1,000 bows. Now, much like with rifles, there comes a point where you reach a point of diminishing returns where the amount of quality that you are gaining on a bow is disproportionate to the amount of money that you're spending on it. And so you will continue to climb that ladder of quality a little bit, but after about the $800 to $1,000 price point, from what I've seen, you're not gaining that much more for the money that you spend. So. Looking at going into a pro shop and buying a entry-level bow, you could buy a four to five hundred dollar bow and be out the door for six to six hundred and fifty dollars with arrows and a release, and have yourself a pretty decent bow. However, they're going to recommend that you step up into that eight hundred dollar bow, and in that case you're going to be out the door for about $1,000 all in. Now, $1,000 to get started in hunting really is not that much money in the grand scheme of things, but I don't want people out there who don't have $1,000 sitting around to think that it's a bottleneck that it should keep them from getting into hunting. The budget of your equipment should never be the gatekeeper keeping you out of the woods and keeping you on your couch. Even if all you can get is a pair of binoculars in the camera that's already on your smartphone, 
getting out in the woods, finding animals, taking pictures, and enjoying the freedom of being out on the wide open landscape or out in the woods and finding wildlife and pursuing a more natural lifestyle is going to be worth it whether you have a $10,000 hunting setup or whether you have a pair of binoculars and your camera to take some pictures. Either way, getting outside is a great hobby and a great way to uh, practice and refine your skills as an outdoorsman to be able to be a more proficient hunter. And so, uh, that being said, a cheaper archery setup, if you want to get into bow hunting, could be a fine way to go. Now let's return for a minute to the pros and cons of going to a pro shop. As I said, the ideal situation is you go to a pro shop and you have about $1,000 to spend all in on an archery setup, and you get yourself a good mid-tier bow. However, that's just not something that's obtainable for everybody. The price really could be a prohibiting factor, and that's where buying a used bow does come in. Now, I will caution you that there are, uh, there are used bows that are not going to do what you want them to do when it comes to a hunting bow. And I'm thinking of two things specifically. I'm thinking of bows that might have damage, that might need to be repaired, or might not be safe to shoot in their current form. And then I'm thinking of bows that are uh, significantly older, specifically like before the, the 2000s or so. I saw several bows for sale on my local Craigslist that were... Uh, out of the 80s and 90s and frankly they just didn't have the features or the ability to accept accessories that today's bows have and you don't need to buy the newest model year to get all of the features or the ability to add the accessories really from the research that I've done if you buy any bow from the late 2000s and onward you'll be pretty happy with it from that perspective. And when it comes to a bow that is potentially damaged or unsafe to shoot, ask the person who's selling it if you can take it into your pro shop and have them look at it. Or if they don't want you to take the bow to take it into your pro shop, ask if they'd be willing to meet at your pro shop so that you can have somebody at the pro shop uh, inspect the bow for you. Now my local pro shop did not charge anything for this service but that doesn't mean that your pro shop won't and frankly even if your pro shop does not charge anything for this service I would recommend tipping the employee in the pro shop for be taking the time to help you with this and I say that for a few reasons first off is they are spending time to help you and their time is valuable and second off you really want to make sure that you're supporting that local business because when your bow does break or you want to have it restrung or you need help with a question about your sight on your bow or whatever it might be, when you have a need in your archery journey, your local pro shop is going to be the people who's going to help you out. And if they can't stay in business because they don't have enough people supporting their business, well, they are not going to be able to help you 
and so uh, it's important to keep our local uh, mom and pop shops, specifically our hunting uh, pro shops, open and well supported. Now that might be a little bit of a soapbox for another episode, but the point that I'm trying to make is, as hunters, we need to support our local shops, and when you're buying a used bow, that's a great opportunity to do it. So now you've bought your bow, you've taken it, you've taken it into your pro shop, made sure that there's nothing wrong with it, and you've had your pro shop measure your draw length and your draw weight and adjust the bow to fit you. What are the next steps? Well, if you have the opportunity to shoot on a piece of land that you own, you probably want an archery target. Now, if you're planning on hunting anytime soon, I would recommend buying a foam target that you can practice on with field points and broadheads. Or, if you are like me, and it's going to be a year or so before you decide to go out hunting with your bow, a bag target, such as the Hurricane, is a totally serviceable way to have an archery target available on your, on your property. Uh, the downside to this Hurricane target that I have is that you can only use it with field points. If you shoot it with a broadhead, your arrow is going to go straight through the target, and you could potentially damage your arrows by doing that. For me, this isn't as big of an issue because it's going to be a full year before I decide to take my bow out hunting, which means I don't even need to worry about dealing with broadheads for at least about eight months or so. And I'll probably buy them a couple months early so that I have the opportunity to practice with them and make sure that they fly well and fly where my field points are. Now, some of you won't have the opportunity to shoot on your own property. That's totally fine but you're going to be a little bit more limited with when and where you'll be able to practice. The advantage to most of those local archery pro shops that I mentioned is that a lot of them have indoor ranges that you can buy a membership to and you can go and shoot at their indoor range to practice your archery skills. Otherwise, you might be able to still buy your own target and you might be able to go on a piece of public land near you and practice there. But regardless, you're going to need to practice. Now, when it comes to practicing your archery, I had a coworker tell me, be prepared to go through a lot of arrows when you're first starting off because you're going to lose some and you're going to not hit the target every time. And frankly, I found this to be a little bit of a, a less of a concern for me specifically. Um, that doesn't mean that it's not a concern across the board, but my first day shooting my bow, I limited myself to only shooting at about 10 yards or so, and I shot a couple of groups at 20 yards, but I mostly shot at about 10 yards, and then my second and third day shooting my bow, I was shooting at 15 and 20 yards, and at the end of my third day shooting my bow, I actually shot a whole group of arrows at 30 yards and hit the target with all three arrows at 30 yards. Uh, which tells me that the concern of losing arrows either means that you're starting off shooting too far away 
or you're just not shooting with good form and good technique that's allowing you to hit the target consistently. I am not going to stand here and tell you that I know everything about archery and that I have perfect technique, but what I will say is that going to a pro shop, they taught me the basics of archery. They taught me how to have good technique right off the bat, and had they not done that, there's a good chance that I would have lost more arrows. So these are things to think about as you're getting into the sport of archery, as you are picking out your first bow, and as you are uh, deciding whether or not archery and bow hunting is something you want to pursue. For me, bow hunting is something I want to pursue right now. I am very excited to hone my hunting skills, my skills as a uh, stalker and a predator to be able to get close to an animal without them knowing that I'm there. And so I'm very excited for what my bow hunting journey is going to look like. If you want to learn more about bow hunting, go call up your local pro shop. And if you want to hear more about my bow hunting journey, follow along on this podcast is undoubtedly there will be future episodes about me improving with my bow as I figure out tips and tricks that help me along the way. And this year specifically, as I said, I'm not going to be bow hunting, but I will be rifle hunting and I'll be telling my stories of my rifle hunts this fall. So if these are things that sound interesting to you that you want to hear about, make sure you follow along to the podcast. Remember to rate and review the podcast. And if you want to get in contact with me, reach out to me through my social media. I have a Facebook page that's just called My Hunting Journal. I have an Instagram page that's my underscore hunting underscore journal. And then I have an email that you can reach out to me through. MyHuntingJournalPodcast at gmail.com As always, guys, my goal in this podcast is to get you excited about hunting to get you excited about getting outside and enjoying the uh, outdoors and uh, try to tear down the barriers between new hunters and getting out and enjoying this wonderful activity. So if that's something you guys can get behind, would you please share this podcast with your friends? And we'll see you guys next week. God bless.